0: you doing here you ought to be out in a convertible while bird dogging and chicks and banging beaver what are you doing here for christ's <laughs> sake it's
1: so funny about that <coughs> well jesus i mean you guys do
0: nothing but complain about how you can't stand it in this place here and then you haven't got the guts no. just to walk out i mean what do you think you are for christ's sake crazy or something mm-hmm. well you're not <laughs> you're not you're no crazier than the average asshole out walking around on the streets and that's it Jesus Christ! I
1: can't even believe it. Hello and welcome to episode sixty-one of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm Ethan Grasshopper, and as ever, I'm joined by Vitality co-host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. um Yeah, it's been about I think three or four months since we last podcasted. It's nice to see you. Talk to you. How are you? Yeah, it's been. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: good, mate. Yeah, it's been a while since we did this, and I'm glad to get back into it, especially with the new cycle of um FM23 coming up. Yeah,
1: and it's just amazing actually, you you know, when you do a podcast every four months, it feels really new every time you do it, so you've got to learn how to do everything again. But um, (laughs) Hopefully we're recording. (laughs) Um, That's the main thing. Yeah, so just for listeners' benefits, obviously the title's a big clue in what we're doing today, we are talking about FM22 headline features, Um, which is a bit surprising because obviously FM23 is really, really close now, but as my old school motto used to be, it used to say, uh, learn from the past, look to the future. So <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing today. We're, you know, we're curbing the excitement somewhat by looking back at last year's game and how big those headline features were. Um, is that a good synopsis Dan of the podcast? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before we do that and we're going to need it, uh, it's the drink opening. So I'll show you what I've got Dan cause we're on, on webcam today, which is nice. Oh. can of fosters <laughs> it's it's a it's a can of fosters it's the last summer beer so after this beer is finished summer has ended because then i'll, I'll be on to my winter beer what about okay. you
0: i've got a glass bottle of inches cider as you can see okay
1: so you
0: could do it a few inches extra
1: <laughs> yeah you don't buy it just for the name do you dan <laughs> no, well, no. I actually like you the like, drink. You like the taste as well. Okay, well, whenever you're ready, Dan, spark up. Okay, no pouring of the glass today, straight out of the can. <laughs> proper, proper ethics. That's it, mate, that's it. Um, Right, Dan, so we are going to delve into the FM22 features. I don't know, should I just introduce everyone and we just talk through, I guess is the way to do it. But one of the headline features was transfer values.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I don't know who wants to go first, but my first initial reaction to when I read this back was, yeah, it, in theory, it's a good feature. I can I can see the point to it. But the counterpoint from my personal experience from FN 22 is how often do you see the ai respect those values in terms of the bid you receive <laughs> anyway so it's like it, it feels like one rule for the ai and one for one rule for the player itself um what well, how do you feel about transfer values
0: um when it first came out i thought well yeah i guess but we were so used to the old style and um it went until recently that we had a uh, um recruitment analysis write something for a viewer from the touchline where he said actually that is what they they look at when they when they do it they do have like a value of what the value players at and the club have a value of what they might the lowest they would go and the highest like the highest of what they value them at. and so i suppose that makes sense from we we, we always push for more realism but like you say counter argument the ai doesn't really respect those values or it feels like they don't um and you probably find you have to overpay those values to get the players you want and you probably have to accept you're probably not going to get the, the amount that you're playing value that but if you want to sell the player there are obviously outliers to that you do get some players that they're over for so um, I think the idea is there probably needs a bit of work to fine tune how realistic they are because you can have some which is like 2 million to 45 million
1: yeah I think and- I, I generally think I saw something last year that was like 80k to like 12 million or something and you're thinking how that the range that i know you can bring that range down though, and that is pretty neat part of the feature the fact that you could talk to the agent do a scout report and it would kind of shrink that range so yeah um
0: i think the idea was good i think um it's probably realistic and it's probably something that could do with a bit of fine tuning hopefully for fm23 we get a bit more realistic with what the ai will offer us for our players um in those values so um, well one thing i did find a bit strange when we set our players for sale we only set one value
1: yes yeah
0: so if you offer a player out you offer them out for 20 million you don't offer them out for between an amount so i didn't unless they're just saying that is what you will take between those values
1: it's a good point actually yeah i hadn't actually thought of that other argument there really when you're offering out it's not so maybe the ai just gets that value and that's why they bid that value or under i don't know yeah um yeah okay so do you think it improved the game at all i just think well i think the agent interaction interaction so i i did i do often use that i would never go in cold and yeah. bid. so i'd always talk to the agent yeah. when i make a transfer I mean, I haven't played FM now for about probably five or six months, so I'm trying to remember what I was doing like a few months ago. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say it has improved the game. Yeah. yeah. Got to be fair. Yeah, but I, I think if they
0: continue to build on it and maybe fine-tune it a little bit, yeah, and we do, like I said, we push for realism and feedback that I've seen recently by somebody within the industry says it is realistic. Yeah. So that's, that's good.
1: Yeah. The next one kind of it, the next fm22 feature kind of leads into transfers and it, that was around the transfer deadline day itself mm-hmm. as a as an experience um yeah so in my notes i don't often use the phrase "mere," but i did write <laughs> i did write meh um <laughs> and i noted down that i think from my, i think it, to be fair with this feature it probably doesn't reward the players that do their business early so for instance i like to do actually my business at the early stages yeah, of the transfer I... window so when it got down no, to the actual p- specific deadline days it was a case of really it's all about selling players and i don't really enjoy that element no. of fm as much selling players no um no. so i kind of felt like it's not a great feature for me but some people might just like to leave it so last minute and enjoy that kind of experience and i mean i mean the, i'm just trying to think now did i do many i don't think i did any in the mls I think I might have done one in Brazil when I was in Brazil lower leagues for a bit, um, and the screen does change and stuff. I think, but overall, as a headline feature, I thought it was pretty like, on the smaller scale. Really, um, did you like it?
0: Well, interesting enough, I didn't see it until August <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's only in it's only in certain leagues that they do it, which in which they have like an event on transfer deadline day yeah so when i did my first save in greece i never saw it there and when i did my save in estonia i never saw it there so i went into LA, i am going a mess around save at the um, end of july early august i saw it so it, was, it felt like a, quite a new feature for me at the end of the cycle right. like oh what's this <laughs> <laughs> did, well, did, so, um, it's
1: quite funny that's, that's a bit like the timeline when they did the end of season timeline that didn't work for about half of the leagues on, yeah. on release and i was in south america at the time and that was like one like, like an afterthought really so i never got that feature as <laughs> well <laughs> whereas um
0: when i did it i was um in the first window i thought it was quite good because you only got such a short window that some of the transfers get left late on in that but when i played a season and in the second um summer it didn't feel like such a thing because i got like you said i got my business done early yeah and always there. Yeah, the only thing that I did quite like is it popped up with um, like agent offers and players that would be interested in rumours. So I thought if you were playing like a save and you had a player post off you in the last minute, there were certain um, bits of the feature there that would help you find somebody late on. Um, especially if you play being able to see all the attributes, you could stop not have to worry about skeleton and all that. Um, you could spiel this player's off of this player i need a left winger bang there you go it for some players i can imagine that was helpful
1: yeah there was a i don't know if it's part of transfer dead on day there was a there was a melon when i was doing marseille in the beta early on i remember now that i had a deal arrange um for a player uh oh no was it was it with my herfer save basically i had a deal arranged but i think marseille wanted to only sell the player once they signed the replacement and yeah. that went down to deadline day. But in terms of me receiving news about what was do- what the AI was doing, I never got anything, which would have been another, a little good um, offshoot of that feature is that you could find out what mm. other AI clubs are doing more if your deal was yeah. kind of like, almost think of it as almost like selling your house and you're on a chain, yeah. stuff like that. That yeah, would be pretty yeah. neat. Yeah.
0: Well, you have to try and get a feature request a
1: Yeah. Let's um, <laughs> let's muddle the mortgage uh, crisis oh, and put it in there. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. To be, we can't be really that critical, can we? On on that feature, really, because I I, I I didn't really use it very much. So. Uh. No, I can imagine things like the Premier League and the stuff. People would enjoy it and
0: stuff. Especially if you like doing transfers and all that link last minute. Yeah.
1: Um. But you never know. The game could give you a little bit of abuse, couldn't it? Or be a bit sarcastic to you thinking why are you leaving this late? Or you know, you should have done this deal <laughs> in August, September. Prearrange it. <laughs> well,
0: that was always one of the questions, wasn't it? Like, are oh, you wrapped up in bed by
1: Yeah, I was at this time at night or right. night, yeah, so <laughs> Well, I was certainly wrapped up in bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up on the twenty two headline features then, so staff meetings. So I'm hoping that you can talk more about this one because I don't have a lot of positive things to say. I don't think about staff meetings, if I'm honest. I would say it is
0: a bit like um, in the match we're overloaded in the middle. It's a bit like that. The feedback felt a bit like automated. Uh, It didn't really feel like add any personality to it. Um, One of the things I've I've said before um, is I think the staff members in the game lack personality. There's not a very much different between even though they've got personalities there's no difference in the way they come across in the game yeah so you could have one that's like temperamental but you don't really come across like really sharp and temperamental you know you've got one that's like like balance or whatever you know all all different but they didn't really get that across from the game itself so there's like in the like with the staff you've got playing styles and stuff like there was no real, like, push from the start, being like, like my player's style was gang impressed. so this player would um, suit his style and impress him by doing, like, this trait or whatever, and, like, a, a more defensive one would offer a different trait. There was no, like, contract, it just felt like, I oh, would we'll just pop up with a trait for him, a random one. Sometimes they made sense, sometimes they didn't. Yeah. One of the things that annoyed me would be, like, oh, um, if you were playing a winger, and it it would offer something that wouldn't really fit what you were playing. It didn't feel personalized to my tactic. So, um, it just felt, like I said, it just felt um, all-mated, pop-up. Um, it was quite helpful at times to tell you about, like, sometimes under-18s would be too old for the under-21s and I forget. So, they, it'd be like, oh, he's too old for the under-18s, you need to move him up. or. Um, something about coaching assignments sometimes and like oh we recommend doing this there was there was decent people i could see people using it but it just never went beyond feeling quite general
1: yeah i think that's fair i think the, the the nuggets of information you're offered to to impact on your like training whatever or yeah um tactical stuff i think yeah i think for the newer newer player it's pretty useful actually but perhaps because we have played the game year on year that we uh-huh. kind of, kind of had that entrenched feeling that we don't really need to to listen to our staff. I was going to go back to what you were saying about like staff personalities and that kind of in that uh-huh. in that boardroom, you get no sense of like who's got a temperamental personality no. or who's calm. Like we've got player dynamics in the game. Is there a case that we could actually almost have the staff dynamics? Because you could, it is a functioning team. Like without that working very well yeah. it's going to impact everything throughout the squad anyway that like training and match days and stuff like that so I wonder if that could be, well, that was, could it, be part of a feature I'm building a feature request here
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah well
1: if, to be fair
0: if I did a feature request halfway through the year feedback about um director of football in the game and similar sort of things so that I didn't feel like no personality was in it like you there was no difference between like one like you can only have one like our favorites I'm um, signing young players you never really got that or uh, this player this um director football likes this style of football and you never really got that coming through in the signings so i do think that's something that they can improve on going forward and maybe it's a feature request for fm 24 um going forward but i would like to see a bit more personality in the game and you think like obviously they're not competitive games but you you've got stuff like um civilization and um EU four and stuff where you're um like dealing with worlds and that and you've got characters in it and they've all got personality so you can see these sort of things representative. Yeah. I know the, the game. I know the
1: Germans come up with a little spiky hat and stuff and they're really aggressive. Yeah, very yeah, really aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: then like they they all have different styles and stuff and I feel like that is something that could be implemented in the game. I'm not not saying but you you, you talk about like um like you say Argentina, you I watch a game of Argentinian football, the managers are on the side and they're like they're shouting. They're going wild. We're a lot more reserved. That I feel like that should be represented in the game. Yeah. You know, you should have, If not, I'm not saying like every Argentinians like that, but you you do say you do see certain managers. Like you see Klopp, for example. He's on the side, waving his arms around, all energetic. And then you got like Ten um, Ha who just sort of stood there, just studying the game. That's two different personalities, and I think the game could do with benefit in. From that coming through, so you would have your different staff members would offer different things based on their personalities, rather than just being like a coach said, oh, well, you need this, you need that. It's like, um, I go back to the advice. When I was in Estonia, it kept telling me my best free kit taker should be taking off free kits because he's a terrible worm. He was terrible Um, He only had like a seven mate but he was my best one. So it's like, it just kept giving me the same advice. Yeah, it's not really He helpful. cannot take free kits. Well, yeah, he can take three kicks, but he's the only guy I've got that can kick a ball that (laughs) far. So it just, like, you know I mean? It just feels like, well, you've got a guy with, like, a seven attribute for um, taking three kicks. You need to get off them rather than realizing that he is chosen for a reason.
1: Yeah. Well, I would like to apologize to any Argentines listening that are quite calm <laughs> and aren't that kind of Diego Simeone on the touchline all the all the time. But, um, but no, I do I do agree okay. with you saying, and I, and I think that should come across more in staff roles, and that would yeah, have okay. a knock on effect in all, in terms of all the meetings and interactions you have thereafter. Definitely, um, and uh, I can I
0: can imagine all directors of football. We've got different personalities, or um, recruitment and others. I'm not saying everyone needs to kick off in that, but they just need to. If you are two directors of football with different personality, different playing style, they should be. It, if you run the same save twice, they should be recommending totally different players, I think, Yeah. for example. And it comes across in the staff meeting if you've got a guy who's one style or one personality, he should be recommending different to another guy. There should be a bit. It feels like you can just pick anyone with good attributes regardless and you get the same answers.
1: Yep. Yeah. Very true. So, yeah, in terms of the headline feature, I, I really don't really rate those ones very well. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd hope it's better in the next edition. I mean, the next <laughs> the next one is is was quite the big one, really, in terms of FM22. Um, mm-hmm. The Data Hub, so the Data Hub, as it's known. Um, <laughs> my notes say that's good, and I've, and I've put comma needed. Um, <laughs> but I have a caveat to this. And it, the Data Hub is good, but I only ever really... Re- visited it when things were going wrong I think I've said it in previous podcasts as well yeah. I never felt the need to go back in and I don't know wax lyrical over my good attacking play or it was never any <laughs> any carrot for me to get into there and and, and look into date hub when things are going well I don't know about you Dan um, um I
0: used it and I liked it there were obviously issues with it in regards to uh, the data being <laughs> correct or working Yep. Yeah. So, but it was the first year, so hopefully for FM23 that's improved, or improve
1: then, going forward. So, so for you, was it just um, a hub then? It wasn't even data hub. If the data's not good, it's just a hub. <laughs> yeah, it's just a hub with some nice graphs <laughs> on, but I used it, and, I, and I'm intending
0: to use it again on FM23 yeah. to study things I'm doing well, things I'm doing badly, Something, so, so outliers within my players. Um, I. I do think it's good like that. There's a lot being the main bug I have with it, was if it had a graph in your play, it had all the best players in the league, you couldn't click on the other players. Yeah. So you could click on your own player, but you couldn't click on the other players. Like, well, he's good. I want to sign him, and then I got to, like type his name in while hovering over. To find but I think it's a good feature. I think football is miles behind in data from other sports statistics, etc. Um I Mentioned before I watch NFL, Their years in front of us, and they have been, but it is coming into the game um, fast. And I do think that's why have done a good thing to get the ball rolling. Um, definitely needs to be improved. Um, definitely needs to be right. And um, I think going forward, we'll be able to improve our gameplay. If you want to, you obviously don't have to use it. But if you want to, you can improve the gameplay by using it. Yeah. And the more information they add, and the more we can get, that is uh, that is correct. We should be able to um, implement it into our game and improve our game. And hopefully, even with like transfers and stuff, finding players that are outliers and stuff like you know, people talk about money born and stuff like that, like looking at statistics, seeing who maybe paying for a weaker team but doing the right outputs for what we want and stuff like that you know the, the options are there so I, I enjoyed the fact that it was in i enjoyed using it um but i want more
1: well you're very hard to please dan i'm not surprised by that answer but, uh, well, but yeah i think it, data have needed to come in and to be fair it was a good it was a good first attempt if i'm honest i think there was mm. we were using it like in blogs throughout the cycle yeah. a, a screenshot and stuff um for the stuff that did work and we did well confident I mean, I kind of feel sorry in a way for Sports interactive because if you if you start exporting it into Excel or do whatever stuff you do, you've always got that freedom and flexibility to shape it how you want. Where it's very hard to, mm. for SI to do that in a user interface environment. But mm. I actually quite like the fact that you could build all those widgets and you can you don't mm. even have to look at all the graphs. So you might just focus on like no. two or three throughout the season that you rate. And yeah, you know, I think I think that's great. I think they and they gave it. You know, it's not forced upon you either. You, you know, it's not. No. It's not like you're always getting news items to say, "Go check this no. graph out." Um, <laughs> it's there when you need it, and obviously, I only went in there when things are going wrong. And you know, not going to lie, it did go wrong sometimes, but um, quite often, as well, quite often, I know. <laughs> but as I got better at the game, by the, yeah. by the end of the year, I wasn't really going in too much. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's understandable, though, and like, maybe that's that's all you get from it. And effectively, they got what well, they like. It's a good feature. Yeah. If if that's what you use it for that short period, it works to improve. You can see where you're, um, maybe not performing so well or overperforming, and you can adapt to that. So I suppose from that aspect, it does work, and it 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 definitely improved on. Um, and hopefully, it not become easier to use. But I do feel sometimes like when you're asking that, like, it can feel a bit of a chore asking for the graph, asking for that whether there's a way for them to make it a bit more accessible if you want to, that you're not like going and picking each one, that maybe you just pick one and it shows you all the information you need for that. So could you have almost than... like
1: a preset then? You could have a preset of like data nerd, yeah. and that gives you everything. Or you yeah. could be like, I don't know, Dan Gear nerd, and that just gives you a little, <laughs> a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the way you ask for it could be improved. It could be streamlined um are you how happy yeah. are you with the fact that it populates after a certain amount of games
0: i think it's realistic i think you don't i do think obviously you get they get data after one game yeah but i think um obviously more, the more data you get and collect the uh, results are more reliable results you get after one game is probably not a true reflection if any if anything, free games probably a true reflection when it comes in, but it gives you a base point to start
1: with. Um, what I don't like is that it goes at the end of the season. Oh uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, why can't you retain those graphs or those historical yeah. data for your even for just you for your comp- own team?
0: And you can compare season on season certain areas and see if you've improved in those areas. Yeah. But so unless you've taken a um, save file at the end of the season, you won't, add and then load that back up in like compare screenshots or something you won't know if your tactics improved or what like i might be wrong but i don't think there's a a against last season comparison graph no i've not seen it if it is so um but that goes back to the whole game like many people have requested before historical data yeah you know um obviously that there's probably be issues with that with um the amount of storage on the game we need in that but hopefully as we evolve with tech, we can, they can make it smaller somehow.
1: Yeah, I kind of get that. argument, I but I know, I know, I know, like we've mentioned this before. When, when uh, from Eleven One looked at that baseball game, that's like yeah. reams of data that just gets stored up. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not beyond the wit of man, as the as the saying goes. No. To do it. Well, I wonder if they could um, just see year by year on a little file,
0: and in, 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 and you can bring back up the year onto the screen. You know what I mean? Could could so at the
1: end of the scene, could Miles like engine? send you a floppy disk that is? Re- <laughs> well, we can. You, you said you, you write into Sports Interactive HQ and you like, I don't know, dear Miles. Can can I have my historical data saved, backed up? <laughs> and it gets backed up to that like, the main, the main story centre at uh, Stratford. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I mean, like at the end of the season, you could save your data file in the game, yeah. Like we do with views and tactics and stuff. And then um, at the follow- during the following season, you can pick a previous season and it like overlays your current one and you can compare the graph and then it goes back down again so you could literally have it on there for the time you need it but once you press continue it it goes away again just to like basically load up overlay so almost it could save itself as an image yeah. with all the options you want on there and then put it on as an overlay so you can sort of see that on the screen in comparison like something like that there must be possible like like I said with tactics and views we can do it all Mm there must be a way for them to do it
1: but that, that's for them to work out yeah yeah we're just we're just dominions <laughs> to buy the game every year oh, that's it that's it so yeah a solid feature and it, it moves on to another one that was quite well hyped um the wide center back mm-hmm. so did you do did you do a post on this i did yeah i should mm. <laughs> so yeah I, I was fortunate enough to do the pilot the byline post for on the wide center back role itself so i was really enthusiastic about this role coming into the game now, if you ask my honest opinion, it's perhaps it came in a bit too late in the sense that uh, Wilder at Sheffield United was on his, I don't know if he'd still yeah. there just that season or and like Gasparini had been using it for many years. So it kind of felt like it needed to come in and it just, it got in when it started to die a, 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 li- <laughs> a little bit in the consciousness of Premier League fans anyway, certainly. Yeah. Um, but no, it was good it was in, I think, personally.
0: Mm. Um, did, did you use it much outside of the byline piece?
1: so no so I um, and I'm just thinking now in my notes as well I've I've made a note really that people didn't really use it around the community that I noted as a role if i honest no. and it goes into the library of roles that not many people use I don't know if it's just too many or just some of them just don't <laughs> feel that distinct from others now with the way no. now with the wide center pack certainly support and attack you really want them to get forward and stuff and I just felt maybe it was the match engine iterations we got as updates it just kind of it kind of like Kind of maybe um, diluted somewhat in terms of their effectiveness, and really, I think you could e- equally just have a centre back with a stay wider PI, if I'm honest, and, <laughs> and not see much difference. Um, yeah. So kind of, it kind of, I think, it kind of feels like yeah, it's a good role to have, and you can see it in a back free system with the wing backs pushing on, and you've got then that that kind of cover going round. But I don't think we really got it as a role. I think,
0: like you say, in the community apart from acid fire i didn't see many i don't ever really see many people play with about bat 3 bat five a lot of people play like uh um some form of four for you um so i can understand why it probably wasn't that widely seen like you said it was probably a few years too late but these these things probably take time to get in the game and that they can't just chuck it in um i have i have used it I did enjoy using it in certain aspects but it didn't quite do what I wanted it to do. Um But maybe that might be my misunderstanding because I can't say I've watched many Sheffield United games to understand the role they did um with it the, when they played the role. But um for me just it was solid addition. Didn't probably hasn't added much for 75 percent of the community because they didn't play with bat 5 and um i think i think early on like i remember reading your piece i think i got a feeling when we we're um scotland you might have been playing around with it um but for me it's another role to add to it i haven't i don't really play that so i might do on fm 23 and i might find that i use it more um but it's a general person like they can probably add it in if they want to play it and it help them like you said probably just play um with a stay wider player instruction so um i understand why you put it in but i wouldn't say it was the uh, best wrong have had
1: <laughs> no i've got a follow up question for you in in the sense of just just wider player roles themselves are, are there too many now mm. or is it it's really hard it's, it's really hard Like you get you get roles that kind of like the Ron Doiter for instance it's the classic one mm. where it's just it's just Thomas Muller and nobody else yeah but, um, like are there are there just too too many or or is there not enough I think it that, could be either it could be either answer really
0: I think the explanations of the player roles in the game don't necessarily help because um, there's a on some of them there's a lot of text but it doesn't really dial down into what it does I mean, like, you um, you said about the Thomas Miller role. It, I think, if I remember correctly, it just says something like space, in, um, investigator or something like that, and it, um, basically a wide poacher. Um, so people probably have a misunderstanding of what some of the roles are, which means they don't use them, or don't fancy the role because they don't understand the role which probably meant to SI adding more roles to try and explain exactly what they want to, they are so people can use them because they're probably getting people requesting roles I think well that's that role but if I had this one renamed in coded, you know because a lot a lot of roles I wouldn't be surprised if you could recreate them anyway just off the basic ones mm. With, obviously there would be some coded stuff you can't quite get to but you wouldn't be far off you know like I remember when the inverted winger come in, um, James F impression Pressure used the wide midfielder as an inverted winger for a while. Mm-hmm. Whilst the evolved in not he play exactly the same, he um he could do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I do think there are certain roles that are sort of just put in for the ca- casual player to have a easier understanding of what that role is. Like you you can do things like even with a winger you could put, have a stay in I think you could have to stay on um, inside on it and you probably won't be far off it but obviously there's probably a little bit more uh, under the hood that's going on to fine tune those roles and they probably probably as we get these roles come in they are aimed more at the casual new players or whatever so they haven't got to add as many player traits um, player instructions. sorry um, to try and get these things working so as in too many roles Probably for me and you, <laughs> I I I don't use them um that many. I wouldn't have thought in in there out of them. Um, but I also think they could be better explained. Um, one of the things I um raised this year was the um defensive winger. I think that that should be renamed to um pressing winger because it, it doesn't really explain what it is. And I think it puts a lot of people off it.
1: I think they did that for uh, obviously when when pressing forwards were defensive forwards. That, that put a lot of people yeah. using them? Because why do you, why do you want an attacker that defence? Yeah, um, yeah.
0: So I mean, um, but I think the it's probably a misunderstanding of some of the roles and what they do. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: Um, I don't think we're getting any player roles. i have not seen anything for from 23 so far, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'd be happy with not. I would be, like, getting a, a revised player role every five years, if I'm honest, as long as it makes sense. But um, I think the ones that did go did in recently, like, like the central wingers, like the kind of the Mzalas yeah, and the the deeper box-to-box kind of like Secondo Valente players, yeah. they're nice to go in. Mm. Um, I wasn't really... F- so much about inverted wingers because you, you already had mm. inverted forwards and you as, yeah. as you mentioned you can invert things anyway naturally via traits instructions yeah. and other roles so yeah. but they are, i still use it it's not like i don't use that role at all yeah, yeah but i mean like is there a position out there at the moment and you think that a role that's not in the game i think the only one that could come back is sweeper maybe but yeah. nobody's using it anymore no nah. but um that could come back in fashion as well we all know that kind of <laughs> that, that kind of stuff it goes in cycles doesn't it anyway yeah yeah okay we're over over halfway now so the 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 next Hmm. fm22 feature that came in i mean this is loose calling it fm20 feature because it came in actually this this calendar year was the (laughs) the the versus mode um so i think this was probably announced on release to say versus mode is coming but we never knew anything about when it's coming and then it did eventually come i think it was around february time Um, Yeah, I think it might have been with the um, January window update. Yeah, so in my notes I've put that it's it's great to see it back, but the caveat is that it was released kind of mid-cycle, and I think it missed a lot of people for that reason. I mean, there's a lot of did you use it? Well, yes, Dan. Oh, yes, we used it. We um... so we had a um, La Coppa tournament, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So I I never used it, so I can't really comment. So Mm. this is one new. Yeah. It's all on me, that's fine. So as, 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 a, as a as a feature, it worked really well. I don't think we had any problems whatsoever, I don't believe, in terms of... I mean, the only problem might have been maybe Samo couldn't connect for some reason. I don't know, but I, I just blame his internet or or just, or just him being <laughs> Scottish, I don't know. Um, Sorry to any Scottish people that are offended. <laughs> or, or any Scottish Argentines in this part. <laughs> but uh, no, um, yeah, it, it, it was good. And I think that that element of pvp was was missing if i'm honest mm-hmm. that that ability to take your team that you know yeah. and you, you've built up over many seasons and you can go and play someone else um and i just think because it was released mid cycle it's probably missed a lot of people because a, a lot of people yeah. would have picked up the game on release and probably mm-hmm. stopped playing it in january february if i'm honest yeah um so they probably yeah. si so could do a good job really here by re, re-reminding people that it does exist
0: adding it in a new feature for <laughs>
1: yes, well you know the, the offer's there so I go do it <laughs> but no you know I, I thought I thought it was good I prefer I much prefer that mode than the draft mode if I'm honest um, but I, I don't think that's the opinion that's shared around the community or people that consume content if I'm honest yeah. I think a lot of people more no. prefer the draft modes but yeah um, just because I think I follow people's saves to play against saves that i teams i did know that don't actually exist in reality yeah. it was quite neat yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah
0: that makes sense especially like you say you follow certain content creators uh, and you read about or well, watch their videos and that then you get to play against them yeah and you can be like oh yeah that's that player or yeah ah, he's not as good as he said yeah or no diego's giving him a uh, an attribute boost use there
1: you can tell yeah yeah when diego we never, <laughs> never played diego but I think that the <laughs> thing I would say is that it, it will never be popular in terms of like a ranked league. And I, we have we had a lot of banter because it was kind of like, oh, who's going to win Coppa Kind of thing. And we we yeah. had, we had a group stage to go to to, to finals, mm. but ultimately, you're playing against someone that's like infinitely better. Has got better resources and stuff, and had a different save. They might have played like a 20 year save, whereas I, I'd only played yeah. like a couple of years. So you're always yeah. going to get a disparity. Uh, so it can never be mm. like. Properly, a, a blagged thing. Whereas a draft is kind of, mm. I guess, fair. Is it draft because you can then, you can only have one player of the, yeah, exists yeah. in that game mode kind of thing. So, mm. but no, I thought it was good. Just, it's just a shame it couldn't be release And there, there might be a valid reason for that. It might have just taking time to implement. But um, implement it. The only thing I would say is you need to, you need to remember your FMFC password. I think I think that's right. <laughs> Uh, and I've always I think I tweeted out recently that's the most difficult thing to remember in life <laughs> 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 so yeah make a note of that if you if you can Um, next one out next one is I'm hoping that you can help us out because it's got on my notes here the new animation engine yeah can you um, I'm trying to think of any new animations that I've seen were we meant to see a difference <laughs> players still running straight lines and they don't shield the ball <laughs> no,
0: I think um obviously, it's probably some we obviously can't see certain things under the hood moving in that but I think if I remember correctly they had um more um dynamic rotation movement or something on on us, whereas before they were fixed on the spot with their movement whereas they could step off almost like a netball player putting their leg out and thinking that one step up, I didn't play much netball. <laughs> but, did you not I, <laughs> you, you look like you got a think yeah.
1: the <laughs> thank you uh no i, I just no, i'm just so trying I'm... to think like did i i don't know it, it it still felt the same match engine kind of in terms of animations that we've had for you know since like i think what, '09. i can't it probably
0: it probably sort of one of those things that because you're so used to playing it you don't notice little things yeah and uh, i I could be wrong, but I um I can say I looked at it and remember, Wow, that's totally different. But then I played quite zoomed out on the view. Yeah. So, um I'm not sure I'm sure you you play the same as well? I do. I do so sidelines, yeah. Maybe we can't quite see the detail of certain animations from that from that angle. Maybe you have to change to like director mode or something. Maybe. But I mean I've got I will say there was a few more acrobatic goals in the stuff.
1: Uh, so I remember seeing. Did, seeing did, a did, few any, volleys did anybody see an overhead kick in the mili- in the millions of seasons that were simulated over 22? If you if anybody did see an overhead kick, please tweet us or let us please know. To um, be fair,
0: it's one of those things where they got to get what's it, the mocap goes in to do it. They try and got to try and. N- try and n- find nobody can, can could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> can <laughs> anyone do it? Okay,
1: I'll rephrase that. Anybody that can do an overhead kick, please get in touch, and we'll we'll get you over to SI. <laughs> 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 oh, funny thing though, but that is a feature request that is so far out it would never be done. But let's say we had an infinite amount of money, could we not put a device on every play- Premier League player's head for a season, and we just do a real life season of Premier League? And you know, mm. you know, Kai Havertz is there running around with this kind of black wig on his head, <laughs> and we're tracking every movement, every animation and we put that all into FM it's,
0: I think that's what they do for FIFA but they didn't track them all season they get people in to play like a game and stuff right with mo-caps on I think I'm sure I saw a video or something like that but I remember there was a video from SI where they had um, they were in like a community hall and they had all, they were all mo up and they were like diving onto a
1: gym mat. oh Christ don't say that's what Have they were doing don't say that's what they were doing with the visuals last weekend <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were doing they were they were doing the match engine Dr Benji near post flick on header goal
0: Mm. that's that's why near post headers are overpowered yeah yeah (laughs) he's glancing a header across
1: (laughs) he's been put through by sweet yellow uh, those second yellow card yeah Uh, maybe mate maybe who knows what goes on behind the doors so if any streamer was at the event can they let us know if they were doing the match engine uh, animations? I hope I hope they were now. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that could be a great a great add on feature. You do a, you do a fantasy draft mode, but it's actually streamers. It's oh. In now. <laughs> oh dear! Sorry, we had more fun with that feature than we probably should have done. Any more to sound animation, Dan?
0: Nah, I mean like. <laughs> it probably look... it probably, probably looked better. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking about I'm whipping board him for the content creators.
1: Really, it's funny actually because um, when they showed the the match uh, engine FM23 on that trailer, was it the trailer? No, that that forty that forty minute video that we saw, and they said that like, our oh, goalkeeper been approved, <laughs> yeah. and it's like every shot the goalie was using his feet, <laughs> like a it <Shiliver> or someone. <laughs> And I was thinking, hang on, no, that, that's not good footage to use. Get a goalkeeper <laughs> doing just a mediocre save, you know, like Ramsdale when, when he saves and he goes down and wastes time or, you know, uh, the the Liverpool goalie. They, um, they got the hair in because he saves everything with his feet. Yeah, so. that's right. Mo-capped him up. <laughs> yeah. But no, apparently goalkeepers are going to be saving with their feet this year.
0: That's was,
1: that was pretty good. If it, if it
0: needs to be I don't want them saving it with their feet like the Colombian keeper Oh, the,
1: <laughs> the scorpion
0: <laughs>
1: yes Did they time the ball comes in up in the air yeah maybe that's the new player role scorpion goalkeeper <laughs> that's what I thought that's what SK stood for <laughs> all this time <laughs> it's
0: not sweeper keeper it's scorpion keeper
1: <laughs> lovely stuff okay we've done we've done animation then that's good Uh, just checking the time Um, I think we will have an opinion on the next one so the the other FM22 feature was uh, the pressing overhaul and I've wrote down here this is my biggest disappointment not in life, just in FM22 features (laughs) in in life (laughs) mine too Tony mine too I mean we were it, it, it encouraged me because obviously we knew gear compressing was overpowered and to be fair you know it's quite common in real-life football tactics now. It, it has yeah. to be strong because people are using yeah. it. But yeah. it does feel that pressing is relentless. Like In the game, you could just press like Liverpool for 90 minutes, even yeah. if you're in League 2, and it always works yeah. fine. You're not going to run into detail, it, into trouble, mm-hmm. sorry, when really your players should be dead by 20 minutes. It should be a thing <laughs> that you flick on and off, like, like a tap. <laughs> you don't just leave it running the whole 90 minutes. So, mm-hmm. And I was really encouraged because I thought, yes, this is going to be good. We're going to have... Uh, a punishment for if you geg and press for too mm. long at any one time. Yeah, and we and it never happened. It just I don't think yeah. pressing was any different.
0: No, I think um, I always remember with um, when um, Louis van Gaal was at United and he talked about resting in possession, and that's what you see pressing teams do. Like right? like you say Liverpool press, but they they didn't press solidly for ninety minutes. They also um, recover in possession. And that is what I thought we were gonna see from the game. is like you know if you didn't stop it, um the players would be knackered but if you switch between tempos or um the the amount of intensity of which you press, you could then switch to resting in possession, which would would see your fatigue in your your little heart level go back up and stuff like that. yeah, so I thought that's what we were gonna see, so like you say i you were disappointed I was disappointed yeah, I was expecting to see more of a knock on effect. If you play, gig and press and full out pressure ninety minutes by by Christmas your players were on their ass you had injuries coming out yeah. left wing right, centre but it never felt like that and it felt like no matter what the level you could press yeah as much as you want
1: yeah no definitely in the same way altitude to be fair to SI when altitude was brought in that's quite a, a good punishment in terms of mm. your fitness and stuff and it's actually quite noticeable when you're playing in the match engine when you're away. Yeah. And you see your players suffer by half time, you need to make changes or you need to kind of like, mm. you know, down down your approach in terms of how intense you are in your tactic. And you want that kind of maybe not as as severe in normal, you know, C level Premier League kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I know we were told as well that like animations go back to animations. I did see sometimes players like put their hands on the hips but it never felt they were doing it at the right time or uh, no. a time that was noticeable or had a reason to it it just felt like I had prima in the squad really <laughs> um, but like like you said like, fair enough if you were playing Man City Liverpool
0: you could understand it maybe but the lower leagues you went down this. it should have felt like a punishment you shouldn't be able to take over Salford and play the same way and I don't know if that's a game limitation with the match engine or whatever they can't differentiate between yeah. um, standards and football um, obviously the attributes will play a certain part it, but I, I mean when I was in Estonia I c- can't really say I played with a uh, high gigant and pressing level but I never saw any difference with that level with, with fitness and stuff than I would have if I was at a higher level I believe like even just in general over the amount of games of a season you wouldn't expect uh, semi professional lower standard players to have the same amount of fitness as you would like we, we talk about premier league players playing 60s games or whatever well um in the in like football league they play like 46 plus the cup games and that so they're not far behind and there's no i with their fitness level I can't imagine they're comparative because of the different facilities and just general time and coaching in that that you would have a punishment in real life trying to play that you have to alter the style to fit the players and the ability of players and the fitness of players you have Which I feel like that's what I struggled to get across yeah the, I think the idea was there. the animations were there <laughs> yeah but just needed to come together like, we need we, needed, we needed deli-
1: a golden thread of pressing to, to run throughout the whole match engine experience yeah it didn't
0: um, it didn't deliver what it said on the box really no which is a shame because i do think it would be helpful to have and maybe some of the um overpowered gig impression tactics would have some sort of like you say fine or punishment for going at it for so long
1: like you'd see it on one of those um like uh fm scout articles like saying perfect and press tactic but then they'd have to have a little disclaimer saying works for 20 minutes only or what <laughs> works every 20 minutes with a 50 minute break between <laughs> 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 that would have been great <laughs> and then maybe you start getting people selling like tactics, like a dual tactic so you have like, this is your perfect 20 minute gear compress, and then we'll give you a low tempo, let's chill and run <laughs> down the clock for 60 minutes <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but I, mean, I think it's something they could
0: definitely work on um, I don't think it needs to be necessarily switching between tactics it just needs to be a case of the players are feeling the effect even if it's just not one game over there's a series of games yeah after like after six seven games of playing that your players should have more of a knock-on effect be more prone to injuries being more like l- struggling to recover between game to game which is where like the natural fitness attribute would come in a bit more yeah i would want them knocking,
1: knocking on the door saying like i want to i want to break my contract i want to leave this is, this is hell yeah um <laughs> y- you're killing me <laughs> I do think definitely that
0: um, it probably needed a bit more work but again it's, it's, it, it was a good idea I like the idea of it. I yeah. thought it sounded good but yeah. I don't think it delivered what they said it was going to do
1: no I completely agree like the as you say can't fault the idea that's exactly the thing we probably would want if we, if we were asked yeah. like 18 months ago year, yeah. two years ago we would have said that
0: yeah definitely and I do think that at the end of the day not every feature is going to work perfectly when it come in. I mean, can you remember a few years ago they added that staff role when that you could. Was it the staff role or the staff attribute they added and there was actually no role for it or something? I can't uh, remember what it was. Was it judging. Sports st- scientist? Yeah, that was that. Scientist?
1: Yeah. Was it also judging staff potential as well at some point? Didn't work, I think.
0: Yeah, something like that. But you couldn't use it for a year. So yeah. maybe we'll see. They've added it. They've, they've added a year to take data and then maybe this year they are see a benefit to it
1: and we we'll are seeing more of it. Yeah. Moving on to the last one, Uh, probably saving the, I would say you the worst to last. (laughs) And I mean, you're going to be reanimated now, so I need to calm you down. Um, (laughs) But but we we have got some inches inside of you now. Um, So this is dynamic youth rating, um, sometimes acronised as DYR. I've seen, just in case people see that and don't know what it is, but dynamic youth rating. Dan, can you succinctly say what that is to listeners or should be? Each
0: nation has a rating of their youth um, set up the amount of resources they have um, in comparative to other nations with the quality of players coming through, um, and there are certain factors that play into that, which is the uh, country's economics, the amount of um, players in the that are coming through with a higher quality, and how your team perform the better. You, on an international stage, as well as um, on a continental visual team stage. Um, And a lot of people were really excited about this, especially the people that play long-term games. Whilst we could say it works, I don't think it works as people expected it to. I think people were expecting if they took over Ireland, got to the Champions League in a couple of years, and their rating was going to fly up. I think what SI thought was it would go up gradually, slowly, and you'd have to play 20 plus, 30 plus years to see marginal gains. So, I think it is, the feature works as SI intended, but I don't think it works as SI maybe implied or sold it as when they come out and said, we got dynamic youth ratings. (laughs) <laughs> I think people will generally fall <laughs> that within five to ten years they'd be having wonder kids coming through like that they've never seen in certain countries before they'd be rock- rocking up everywhere with all these wonder kids and winning the lot yeah. which is we we always go on about realism and I don't think that's realistic so I from a size po- point of view I can understand for them it works as intended Yeah, there is probably There were some bugs with it. Um, I know that there are some very vocal people about it saying it hasn't moved. Um, When they looked at it, it moved like like one ranking. So the idea is good. But for the general day-to-day player, for the 99%, you're probably never going to use it. I mean,
1: FMS, FM's would have had about eight different saves before they get past probably three or four years obviously I'm I'm, I'm in that boat really I I don't really go beyond ten years I don't expect any to see any kind Mm. of change in the cultural shift of who's producing you know footballers kind of thing there's no going to be Belize, Wonder Kids 11s in my saves Um, I'm sure
0: Miles tweeted out once the majority of saves that they get through their data back to them average three and a half years
1: so would there be an argument that they they shouldn't ought not to have said anything about dynamic euphrates and just let people discover it but then would everyone would have discovered it I don't know it's a hard one really no because you can't see that's the thing that yeah, so it's people only really discovered it by using going into the editor and seeing it in the changes oh, it's just nosy isn't You've, it just nosy people just keep out of the editor on, on,
0: on screen you can never tell the difference between them yeah. and obviously there are other factors I can't remember exactly what they are but they were basically like if you were a poor country it rare it's going to happen because you haven't got the money yeah. Whereas if you were a rich country there's more likely to have them because they're more likely to invest the money back in but it also was, would then take years because they were investing in infrastructure and in the nation and then the players so even coming through it's still going to take years for the players to come through so I can understand what they were saying about it for them it worked there were obviously some things that didn't that they did agree that probably should have gone up or down a bit quicker
1: mm. Was not there um, some kind of scandal where people thought they were lied to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you say, it sounds I absurd think... when you say it now.
0: <laughs> I want to, I want to see Zealand put out a video.
1: Yeah, maybe, but I swear there was a lot. Saying, there wasn't. There was a saying, lot of noise, like people saying like, "Oh, we've been lied. We want money back," kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and there was a big video about it. I remember actually. I got a feeling Zealand put out a video about it, and it actually lied to him, and it didn't work, which. Didn't work as people were led to believe it would work, but then again, I—if I'm right, I might be wrong. I'm sure all it was was my was sending out a tweet saying, "Dynamic Youth ratings are now in the game." Yeah, yeah, you might be right. Actually, I think it might have just been a tweet—not even. I think that was the extent of their promotion, and then we had all like everyone jumped on the tweet and like, "Yeah, you're going to be able to take." out of Mongolia to the best nation in the world in eight years you know going to be on a all of football and I think it just sort of ran away with all. and like you said they've probably
1: been better and than why I was not saying anything well that, that could be one of the reasons why we haven't got feature roulette this year but also this, this is why people need to listen to podcasts and just everybody calm down like, look at those FM23 features then go listen to this podcast then go read the features again and just chill out to get some air you know nothing it's not going to be me it's like
0: the oh, thing dear. is, I'm sure you posted. It was you that posted the other day that for a game that most of us have been playing 20 plus years, that has been in existence for 30 years, there's only so much they can do with it. And whilst we we've probably got a long list of things that we would like to see in the games, set piece creator, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they they only have a year. They've got uh, they're probably. Do you know what I think SI's biggest problem is in the moment? Is we're getting older. And I don't believe that the next generation are playing the game the same as we are. So they need to add features. Yeah. That are going to appeal to the younger market as well as satisfying the longer players as well. But they know, they know we're going to pay every year. Yeah, true. And that's not good. All of us 30 plus somethings. Um, 50 plus Oliver Jensen um, happy birthday happy birthday um, we'll buy the game no matter what or like there's a, people, some people might skip a version but we're going to buy the game so yeah. within the next say 20 years if they're going to continue to make it we're, we're going to start dying out
1: we are sadly going <laughs> to
0: die at some point No, yeah. so they need to get the next generation but I can't say any of these new features they released this year ...are going to appeal to the next generation... ...but versus on FM22 is probably one... ...because a lot of games now are going PVP... ...PVP versus would come under that... ...draft mode was like the year before... ...the year before that, wasn't it? Yeah. And that is in the moment... ...the current climate of gaming. So... Yeah. With dynamic youth ratings... ...it was probably more for us guys... ...that played... ...well not you... ...because you only play seven years... ...but the longer ones that play onwards as like a little like this is for you guys but i think a lot of people jumped on it for
1: you guys that, um, yeah for you guys that are close to death here's a little dynamic for it that you can <laughs> yeah right <write. laughs> <laughs> yeah but
0: i i do understand that's point is it, unless you add ornament right you look at qatar let's use qatar as an example they're one if not the richest country on the planet. Put, a, put Billions on billions into their infrastructure of football. I watched a uh, guy Neville up the other day. They got like this m- massive um, training complex where all the teams go and train in the country. I know it's a small country, best facilities. The, all the big clubs in the world go there on their warm summer training, warm winter training, sorry, because it's the best facilities. And they're hosting a the World Cup. I don't, I, I might be wrong, but I don't think they've ever qualified for a World Cup. I don't think so. So they've had to host a World Cup to get to it. And with all that money, which they've been ploughing in, I think the World Cup's been agreed for 20 years or something like that, 12 years. All that money ploughed in, have they really. How many Qatar
1: players do you know? I mean, I, my phone, a friend would be Diego Mendoza right now, and I'd be saying, Diego, give me a, <laughs> give me a Qatari based player now. <laughs> uh, and he, he would answer, but I don't know any.
0: But that's the thing, though. So I
1: suppose. Mohammed El we... Bukhtu. I don't know.
0: I just made that name up. <laughs> Look, I can <could, laughs> see you Google it away. <laughs> but gen- generally, there so that's a country with unlimited resources. Have invested major money into the infrastructure over there. Got the best of the best. You know, I saw Tim Cahill running their whole setup. Like they've got former players over there. Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill was okay. like the is that executive head of football development or something like that I mean I, I love
1: his jumping range I mean that, that he, his, his youth <laughs> that he'd be generating you have a really good leap on them but all the guitar players can jump really <laughs> high <laughs> right okay but, no, but mean, yeah like, you're right it's a leaky if, bucket isn't it all that money going in we,
0: we look at that that's, that's a lot of investment a lot of money and we're looking at 12 to 20 years since they've been awarded a world cup I can't remember if it's that bigger and all the money you've invested and has that nation improved a little bit properly, but not to the level. And I think that's why you're probably using that as some sort of scale. I'm not saying Qatar is what they're using, but they're probably looking at it thinking, well, they've had billions on billions invested in it, and they've only got a little bit better, and they're using that scale. And I think it was probably a misunderstanding, whereas a tweet probably wasn't enough, but the game itself, um, the SIA themselves didn't explain exactly what the feature was going to be. And I do understand it takes time, and that uh, you wouldn't want it. Imagine if you had all these um, super powered nations coming up, McGee being overrun with all like Qatar players within three years of the game. I mean, can you imagine the bug reports? Like they'd just be yeah, well, people. Just be wonder
1: kid.
0: Yeah. Oh, I got this with Mongolian wonder kid. Oh no, there's seven of them because of, like yeah. the dynamic. So I do think there has to be a balance, and I think there also has to be a playability factor. So if you do want to do your build a nation, you should be able to get it. But it shouldn't take 15 years to become relevant. It should be somewhere. It probably just needs to be in a bit in the middle. A bit. Maybe if you are doing the build a nation, the game should recognise that and give you a little bit extra boost to an AI AI one.
1: Did you Did you make Estonia relevant? I can't remember if you did. Or not. Oh,
0: we were we were so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> We were, we were out there with this we were out there with the scotlands of the world yeah that high wow <laughs> okay nah but that's it though. Nah. i mean I, I think i was seven or eight years in estonia in like barely. i think i don't think i even qualified for a champion league group stage no i didn't i got to europa league group stage and Europa conference knockout christ i believe uh, it all over again isn't it <laughs> <laughs> <Bastards>. <laughs> but no um i didn't take seven years to win an international game so that was all right yeah but no um i i, I think the feature a good one i do think it's a good one i think it was probably i'm not going to say miss sold because miles didn't miss it. you just tweeted out dynamic youth in the game i think that was the
1: just people run with it don't know they? they get excited and i think that was it
0: people it just snowballed from there yeah and then we had the whole si alone to us i i believe that was the tagline of the mm. videos
1: I mean, S. I, to... I know they, I know SI have done the 40 minute video now, which has cleared up a lot of things. But even in the week where they did that video, where it's kind of like snippets and someone said, like, I don't know, squad planner, people tweeting, like, oh, this is going to be revolutionary. Like, nobody knows anything right then. <laughs> so, like, just calm down, please. Um, so, uh, well,
0: I think that this is what this pod sponsor. We get, you we get so much on reflection looking back. And I can imagine people were excited about certain features on this list
1: yeah animations and like, wow I'm pressing Press an overhaul yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and look back. but this but that's not a sl- slant on a site right? I mean yeah it's just it's Bain just it's
1: human nature isn't it to get excited yeah. about a game because we all love yeah. it that's that's that, yeah. it's our, you know we're not knocking it just and yeah wisdom wisdom isn't it as I look
0: at these features and I bet if you have said in FM 21 right in FM 22 we're looking at putting these features in everyone would have been on board yeah, um, some have worked, some have worked, but not as intended. Yeah, uh, some just haven't worked.
1: Yeah, but majority are good ideas. So well done.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure people like people are meant about transfers, like AI, over like the transfer um the old style wasn't true reflection because you ne- never got those bids, so they've just made it a transfer value which people in the real world are saying yeah, that that is how they do it. And, transfer deadline day. Majority of people play FM to buy players. I've got a friend every year he plays the things. So he buys my takes every he buys all the Wonder Kids. He just like he skips all the games, you know, he just wants all the Wonder Kids. At the end of the day that that's how he plays. Yeah, it's fun though, didn't and it? He he loves it. <laughs> and um <laughs> I say friend, he's more of a work colleague. But Yeah, well, I <laughs> hope he doesn't listen to this. He he probably doesn't to be fair. No but yeah. no um, same with staff meetings most people probably just requested it to the inbox you know people. Some, after a while people just went oh no whatever data hub it, again it would only probably suit certain people some people don't worry about um, the data in the game they just want to crack on with it, the game yeah uh, everyone, um, everyone probably tried voice voice send about for a minute didn't they I,
1: you mean, know? I mean it's funny because obviously I know a guy that buys FM every other year so he misses out a year <laughs> So like I just feel for these people that are excited now about the FM22 and 23 features, and they listen to this podcast, yeah. and then they just think, oh, mate, I'll skip another year. <laughs> I'll come back in FM24. <laughs> right, Dan, we were, I think we've made a real good crack at this podcast. Obviously, when you pitched this, I thought it was a bit crazy to do an FM22 feet headline feature podcast, <laughs> but I actually see, see your vision now, and I think it's actually been a really interesting discussion yeah so thank you that's what I'm here for visionary yeah exactly (laughs) Um, uh, on the agenda we've got any other business is there anything else you want to talk about or do we just end the podcast no I think um, read Coffee House FM thank you if you want some blogs and if you want other blogs as well go to view from the touchline I mean the people who are listening to think why don't these guys just have a a shared (laughs) blog if they do a shared (laughs) podcast but no we are very different people and we've got mm. we've gone a crossroads in in blogging ways but, <laughs> um yeah the blogs will ramp up won't they soon everywhere everywhere everywhere's gonna be blogs it's, it's an exciting time we we're just yes. on the cusp of the watershed moment i think in terms of all those save reveals blogs and coming yeah. out hopefully hopefully it's a good year for blogging yeah bring it all back yeah <laughs> but apart from that
0: thanks for listening
1: everybody yeah thanks everybody um See you later. See you again. Bye.